Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. All right, it's the perfect time of year to talk about a new book called Killing the Witches, the Horror of Salem, Massachusetts, by the one and only Bill O'Reilly. The book revisits one of the most frightening and inexplicable episodes of American history, the events of 1692 and 93 in Salem Village, Mass. What began as a mysterious affliction of two young girls who suffered violent fits and exhibited strange behavior that spread to other young women and rumors of demonic possession and witchcraft consumed Salem. Soon three women were arrested under suspicion. More than 200 people were accused accused, 30 were found guilty, 20 executed, and others died in jail or their lives were ruined forever. Bill O'Reilly joins me to talk about his 13th book in the Killing series. You know, 13th is a perfect number of books surrounding Halloween, Bill, like it was planned or something. Best Halloween book ever, Dave, <laughs> with apologies to Edgar Allan Poe. It'll scare your pants off. Of course, yeah. Of course. Um, and it's all true. I mean, uh, people believe that uh, even today there's an act of evil in the world, and at the end of Killing the Witches, the uh, last third of the book deals with The Exorcist, uh, the movie in the book, and it was based on a real case that we get into. But the reason I wrote this book is that the witch hunt is back. All right, so what happened in 1692, as you aptly described to uh, your audience, um, is back in the form of cancel culture. So we're not hanging people anymore, but we're destroying their lives with accusations, many of which are false. And we have case histories in the book about just regular folks who yeah. got accused of stuff they didn't do, and their whole life just evaporates, which is exactly what happened in Salem. And these crazy girls um, decided they were bored out of their minds because there wasn't any uh, play or any anything at all into the Puritan culture. Children just were like there, and they had to go to church and work, and that was it. They had no fun, and these girls just went nuts. And, and 20 people were murdered and hundreds put into prison because of their accusations. As I say, 130 plus years ago, there was like this witchcraft craze going on and it rippled through Europe. Really, it started in the 1300s and kind of ended in the 1600s, but it was 300 years of this. Well, here's, a, here's an interesting uh, tidbit for your listeners. In Europe, the, there were thousands of witches burned at the stake, Joan of Arc being the most famous. It was a religious thing. Witchcraft was heresy. In England, the king said, no, we're not going to burn it. Witchcraft is a crime against the crown. It's like sedition or treason. So we're hanging the witches. And, of course, we, we opened the book in the Mayflower, and Dave, you and I would not have wanted to been on that boat. No. That was a horrendous journey to the new world. People go, oh, Mayflower pilgrims past the stuffing. No. It was brutal. And um, now, in today's world, we don't understand how important our rights are of due process, because there was no due process back then. An well, accusation led to death. I mean, it's crazy. Well, in the press now, there's no due process either. That's right. And yeah. that's why I wrote the book. Yeah. You know, the Killing Series, the most popular nonfiction book series of all time in the world 
And I could have written about anything. And who's the guy who says the words witchcraft, uh, witch hunt most? Yeah, Donald Trump. Trump. Right. Trump. And I saw one of his guys last week. I said, look, when Trump says witch hunt, can you just have him hold up the cover of my book? <laughs> that would really be good publicity. Good marketing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you're mentioning that, by the way, killing Kennedy, killing Lincoln, the mob, the legends. You love American history. And it comes, you're a history teacher early in life, but you really do embrace, you know, the truth behind American history. Well, right now we're so successful at BillOReilly.com. I think we're the most successful independent news agency in the world because I do combine journalism with history. And this Hamas war with Israel is a perfect example of that. Very few people understand why this is even happening. And if you read my book, Killing the SS, you'll know why it's happening because that goes right into the formation of Israel and the intrusion on Arabs in the Holy Land. Um, but, you know, I watch the news and I listen on the radio and there's very few people who really understand this thing. Um, and so that's what I bring now. I bring journalism and history together, which is unique, I think, in the country. Well, the other thing, too, that I got from this book, too, is that paranoia and fear can take over fact in a heartbeat. Fear is a big one, uh, because the Puritans who came to the New World were afraid of everything, and, and they had good cause to be. I mean, they were Native Americans, some fr uh, tribes were friendly, some were not. Um, every day they were seeing people die, children die, because there was no medical care. I mean, they had a right to be afraid. And then the, the preachers controlled the population by saying, oh, you're going to hell. You do this, you're going to hell. And it was punitive like crazy there. So fear. But what it really comes down to, the Salem witch trials and the cancel culture today is power. And the cancel culture was invented by the progressive left about 10 years ago to take their opponents off the board. And it's been successful. Ironically, now the cancel culture is turning on the far left who support Hamas. But it's power now. Um, and it was fear back in Salem. Here's another interesting thing. If you go to Salem today, which is 25 miles north of Boston, you drive in a big sign, Welcome to Salem, Witch City. And they make millions and millions yep. of dollars from tourism off people wanting to go to Salem. 500 yards away, the cemetery where these people were executed. I don't get it. I don't get and it. We went... Yeah. We went there and we talked to the mayor and the mayor wouldn't talk to us. <laughs> wow. Well, here's what's yeah. funny is I'm I'm going there this weekend and I, I am not Are going to really? I am going to Boston this weekend. I wasn't thinking about going to Salem. Oh, you should go. You think so? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, so WGN TV morning news anchor, a friend of mine, Larry Potash, was on the show. I told him I was going to Boston, and I said, what places do I, I have to see? What do I avoid? Because I used to live in, in upstate New York, so I used to be uh, visit Boston now and then. And he said, well, I mean, you want to avoid Salem. You know, there's some interesting things to see there, but it's kind of a, a crappy Disneyland that they've turned it into. But there are some interesting things to see, right? If you read Killing the Witches, you can actually go to Gallows Hill and all the places. They don't highlight that thing. Yeah, okay. They highlight the dopey witches that are sitting in the window and reading your palm. That's what they, they're selling. Yes. But there's a witch museum and stuff. But once you read Killing the Witches and you know, you know the geography and what happened where, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, so I would, I would definitely take a ride up. You also talk about in the book you know, how the Puritan tradition, the power of early American ministers shaped the origins of the United States. 
States, influencing the Founding Fathers, the American Revolution, and even the Constitutional Convention back then. Yeah, this I learned that. I did not know that. This, you know, When I researched my books with Martin Dugard, my co-author, I learned stuff like crazy. So Benjamin Franklin was a young teenager in Boston, and he took an interest in this witch trial thing because it was all over the place. Now, he, he wasn't concurrent with it, but it was still fresh in the minds because the top witch hunter, Cotton Mather, lived in Boston. Franklin went to Cotton Mather's house and engaged him in a lengthy conversation, and we have that in the book. And Franklin was so uh, shaken by this whole thing yeah. that he, he brought it, as he became famous and powerful and moved to Philadelphia, to the Constitutional Convention and said, we can't have any religion in the Constitution. None. Yeah. That came from the horrors of Salem. And it was a brawl because Patrick Henry and others wanted the Constitution to say the United States would be a Christian nation. And we have all of that in the book as well. You know, when I think about today and we talk about the cancel culture, it, I was reading in your book that in 1711, the colony passed a, rest, uh, a bill restoring the rights and good names of the many that were accused in the witch trials. But it wasn't until 1957, more than 250 years later, that Massachusetts formally apologized for the events yeah. of 1692. So what happens to those accused of things today and are canceled immediately without even having an opportunity to speak for themselves? Is it going to be another 200 years for people to realize, ah, you know, we apologize? Well, look, we have a story that's so horrendous about an ESPN broadcaster who was doing a, um, a tennis match. His name is Doug Adler, where Serena Williams was playing another uh, person. And Adler said Serena Williams is using guerrilla tactics, like guerrilla the war, like hit and run, this and that. Well, the New York Times stringer wrote that Adler called um serena a gorilla oh no and he was fired the next day and then he had a heart attack and his life still nobody's apologized to him nobody's done anything to help him and this is what the cancel culture leads to so you know we have and that's just one of the stories we have in the end of the book when we go to modern times about the witch hunt today. Well, I hope uh, Don holds up that book for you. Killing the Witches, Bill O'Reilly, already a New York Times bestseller. Great book as always. Great reads as always, my friend. Thank you, Dave. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you, Bill. All right. Top stories from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom are next here on 720 WGN.